Welcome to the Feral Minds Podcast. You are right where you need to be, and we are glad you're here. Come seek with us as we laugh at what we have known and find direction from what our curiosities demand we learn. And I just don't think that there's any way that you can drive on the roads and not encounter the feeling of rage. I, I just think it's part of, of being a driver on the road. I feel like we almost should teach this stuff in driver's ed. How to properly rage on people? No, I don't know if you how to properly how to how to maintain it. Yeah. How to utilize it. I, I bring well, this sure, up. They, they train that some way, right? Like they're there's some standard training on how to avoid road rage or what, what do you think the training is? Look away? Uh, well, look, look away and hope I, for the best? I, I mean, you got to have acceptance, forgiveness. There's always got to be a bright side to some, something. There's a reason it's there. I, I thought, man, there was this one, uh, this one guy that used to work for me. They had a, a funny story with the way he, he tried, to, tried to bring a positive play to road rage. That's what we need, more positive <laughs> yeah, light here, on road here, rage. This is how road rage yeah, can be come helpful. Come on, guys, we need to advocate this crap. <laughs> It's us at our best. Well, no, but like I said, I, I've, I've rolled all around. I've, I've been in it. I've purposely even engaged in it because of the story this guy had mentioned. He said that he used it to wake up. Like if he's ever on the road and he's starting to kind of doze off. Oh. Ooh. Roll over in front of someone. Wow. Give him a little break check. <laughs> Get the emotions <laughs> of conflict. Yes. As, as a no-dose. It, it, and I'll tell you something. Uh, I, I would say it's genius. It feels kind of like you're 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 hijacking somebody else's emotional train in order to get yourself all yayed up. Well, yeah, it's definitely a very <laughs> self-centered action. I've never thought of doing that. <laughs> uh, well, okay, so so this is like evil genius, then, right? Because like that is, is kind of creative. Because that would instantly jolt you back. You've done this, yeah, yeah, yeah. In his Jeez. now, here's. I did it with a, a little bit of caution, though, because as he was telling the story, well, he was telling me in reference to why he was late for work. Okay. Because right. <laughs> he had been coming into work in the morning and hadn't quite gotten enough sleep that night, decided to give this a try on the way into work, and the person followed him. So he, but he was using it as an alarm clock as well. Yeah. Well, he was like using a cup it of to coffee. jump start his day. A cup of coffee. Holy so to speak. cow. How many people out there do you think are doing that? I wonder. I don't know. Using road rage to crank yourself up in the morning. Yeah. Wow. Or maybe not even do it like on purpose. Like, it could be a subconscious. And this thing. was a professional driver. No, no, he he, he wasn't yet. Okay. Uh, the, but he did eventually become one. It worked its way finally through him. He became a beautiful butterfly. <laughs> hey, well, it's like I say, we all have to have these experiences to make you better at it. I think That's we've a, all road rage. Yeah, we well, all, yeah, we, we've all road rage. So I've done sure. it though. I've done it in a tired state, middle of the night, get over. And it works. Like, you do get this heightened adrenaline that, that comes through you all of a sudden. That that can be assistful, I suppose, whenever your other option is unconscious at the wheel yeah. <laughs> or in rage. Like, all right, I guess I'll pick rage this time. You could just pull over and go to sleep. Yes. Which, That's also an option. Again, as Instead I've learned. Like succubus on somebody's emotions to, to the nearest lane to you. So, so tell me about that. Is there a lot of consternation? Are you, are, you, are you like picking the one that is least likely 
to come after you? Like, are you going after a minivan, or how did you choose your prey in this moment? Whenever I, I don't, honestly don't even remember. Again, we're going to talk. Go after a smart car. We're talking a couple. I want to get that couple of decades ago. Possible. <laughs> so I don't, I don't remember. But I guess is your asking, limitations. Huh? If I, yeah, that's what I'm trying uh, to go uh, for. Uh, yeah. All you're not that bad guy anymore. I like to tell. Okay. Um, Still, I, you had to pick it out. You had to give this some thought. I, I, what was it? From what I'm remembering about the scene, it was. I mean, you're talking late at night. I'm tired, so it was just what yeah, it was. Good, that's good cover. That's a good cover. Uh, Still, you weren't going to pick a semi, right? No way you pick a semi. You got to pick that one. That would really goose you. <laughs> like you don't want to be that alive. That might throw you to straight on dead. <laughs> Man, that's funny. I, I guess a semi. Nah, you're I mean, you're like picking. a Subaru. You're going after a peaceful, non-threatening vehicle. All right. So, to, but tell the story. I'm sorry. My no, bad. no, no. That, that's all right. I mean, you, you sit my head all over because most of what I'm, I'm going off just conjecture anyway. Um, yeah, I, I was I was starting to think if I did it now, I'd have to go semi because now anytime I'm driving, it's always Ooh. my RV. I mean, you, you you'd have a really hard time so trying you, to pick pick RV road raging. <laughs> oh, okay. So you need it not to happen. That you need it not to happen, right? You you got to have. Well, I don't know. I mean, I, I, you want a close call to light you up, right? Yeah, and you here's what I found is you also have to have the tool to engage in it. See, so what has gotten me away from road rage is driving larger vehicles. Whenever you get to a point that you don't have the ability to really engage in the rage, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you start to just sit back, and you will realize how ridiculous then many of the other drivers theater. are on the road. <laughs> like, you're not getting anywhere by coming up and jumping in front cutting somebody off. I, it's funny to me, as you sit back in a large vehicle that can't rage, mm-hmm. and you see these things happen, you think, like, what if human beings did this, like, at the mall? Like you're waiting in line, but you didn't move up one step, right? Whenever somebody did in front of you, the person behind you comes up, jumps in front of you in line. This is how we behave on the road. For some reason, once we get in our vehicle, metal divider, courage of the metal divider. It is without a doubt. I blame the vehicles that we get in. Yeah, and 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 to the extent of how your rage affects the other drivers, kind of depends on the vehicle you're driving. When you uh, when you, you you cycled over the years, right? No, oh, you, not you've on your bike. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done look around, rides. look around lakes longer where where bikers congregate in a way that makes them the a main so, source. Yeah, of vehicular movement. So, do you? Is there road rage amongst the biker movements? I Span, have not. I'm talking spandex bikers. Yes. Yeah. No, I'm not. I talking, know who you're I'm talking not, about. I'm not talking about leather bikers. Well, no. Yeah. Honestly, anybody who's going to ride a bike longer than like 20 miles, you're going to have that gear on. Okay. I, I, it's funny, you know, we, you can joke about how silly they can look with their bright colors. And they the look very professional. Sometimes they look sponsored and you know they're not sponsored. Exactly. It's like, yeah, yeah you're not you in a race. This, this fake sponsorship gear. You're going around the lake for exercise. Why do you need to look like a, a human NASCAR? Did you shed your legs for this? <laughs> yeah. How serious are we getting about the time? You fight wind resistance because you have no eyebrows? No, no, no. When you get to that l- distance of riding, you, you look ridiculous not putting that that sort of clothing on. Yeah, and I'm not saying you got to quite go with all the colors, but uh, yeah, as I did it, I, does it make you feel like you're riding naked? A little bit. I mean, you're down to like nothing on your skin, but you also get that girdle effect. It's squeezing you a bit, right? Uh, the squeeze. What you want is you just don't want to lose clothing. Yeah, I think you're talking four hours sitting in the saddle, yeah. wind coming at you. Anything that's moving around, rubbing, so catching the best way wind. You can get nude without getting nude. 
Yeah, that's yeah, that's, right. that's basically what you're looking for. Right. Same thing in gymnastics or any of those sports. Well, you don't want your clothes in the way. Yeah. Okay. But no, I, I didn't. I didn't see a lot of road rage with those because, again, think about my theory. You're on a two wheel bicycle. You're still very exposed to everything around you. You are not going to have that bubble of metal yeah, you're not that driving gives you the rage machine. Yeah. And when we, we all have some sort of psychology when we get inside our vehicles, and then it has the potential to become this rage machine. So have you road raged? Have you let somebody have it? Oh, again, yeah, back in back early in my days of driving. Yeah. And, you know, I knew that they had just done something wrong, and now it was time <laughs> for me to, to be the vigilante on the road that's yeah. going to cut them off and hold their day up because of the foul injustice they had just done in their lane change. But, you, but you've also I've used been them, that guy who needs – it's a type A person. You do, you've done them, used them as a no-dose as well, though, right? Yes. Like you, you went over there and grabbed some emotional spark mm-hmm. to light yourself up. Now, it's just interesting. I, I, I never thought road rage – I had one incident with road rage that you, you know it's like – I feel like I had to have one. Like As soon as I had it, I saw it for the whore that was. And we were somewhere around Kansas City, and a dude came over in the lane – and then I went after him. Yeah. And I got real roll. aggressive. Yeah, I got real aggressive, and I look in the rearview mirror, and my oldest daughter's crying, and it, and it brings me back to earth. I'm like, whoa, uh-huh. wait a minute, bro. Like, <laughs> He's either crying or we, Yeah, what <laughs> did we just do? And so I needed that to happen because from that moment, I've been pretty good on road rage. I'm, I'm a pretty – chill driver but uh that moment oh dude yeah it made me look at myself in a way that i was like i don't think i've ever made my daughters cry but i just did with my immature behavior man i had to man it rung my bell pretty hard and that immaturity come from your righteousness you just knew I don't know. I just felt like hopping on a train. Every single person gets in the rage. It usually is not, oh, man, I just messed up. Now I'm mad at them. It's they think everybody else on the road has done something wrong, and they are the righteous one that now has the right to go through and cut off and move out of the way and pass any single person that doesn't meet their standards of getting out of their way. And that's what you can tell real quick. If you're in a place where you're going to get to rage, it's whenever all you care about is you getting to your destination. And you don't care that everybody else has somewhere else to go. Yeah. Because whenever you're in that mode, well, now everybody that's on the road is racing you to your destination. You've got to be the fastest one there. They can't be in front of you. They can't get through this light before you do. I think it's less about the road, though. I, I think it's, it, what you're seeing is people are having bad days in whatever way, shape, or form that, like, their wife's leaving them, somebody just ran over their aunt, what, whatever is going on. Like, I think you see that manifest <laughs> out on the road. Um, I don't know. I had to have one, man. It felt like it, it, was a, it was a maturity thing that I had to go through. Had to had to make a little kid cry, and then I was just like, with the rest of the day, I was bell rung about like, uh, you know, and and I'm not a big apologizer, but I tried to apologize to everybody, which made it just feel that much worse. And uh, yeah, that was my that, shame uh, that was my moment. moment. Yeah, what? no, I think I had to have it because, like I said, like something brought me to that place, and then from that, I've I've been a civilized driver. I think oh, then, I think that I can see. Well, here I have proof that I am. Uh, you know, if you're only as good as your last performance, here is uh, the proof that you're a great driver. <laughs> I am. I have no problem this talking like about my commercial now. Uh, so I'm driving here to work, 
and coming down two lane road, you know, it's pretty dang tough to pass on this spot. So I got someone behind me, and they just get right on my. Yeah, t- they get to tickling it, huh? Yeah, just and it's this obvious aggression. I'm not yeah. going fast enough, kind of. Is this symbology there, and what's going on? That's what it feels like. Yeah, Hell, there's even is. that bumper sticker that says, "If you're going to ride my ass, at least pull my hair." There's so much wisdom in bumper stickers, man. <laughs> so, it's really it's some type of road warrior bible. This goes on long enough that you know I can get frustrated by it. If I wanted to, I can see it's going on. Yeah. I decide to give the grace, you know, just wait and see how it plays out. You're just taking it. Yeah. You're just taking it like a man, are you? That's, that's what you have yeah. to do. And Do you know it's a female at this point? No. No, I, I really didn't. I, I never didn't. expect the rage to come from females. No, no. I, I expect it to come from males. No, I, 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 I couldn't really see them for sure. <laughs> but it is. I'm not fair well, They're males. the more aggressive. It's the toxicity that comes from masculinity. Anyway, no, so we get to finally two lanes, and they get off, and they get next to me, and I'm like thinking they're going to go on by. They slow down a little bit, and I look over, and they want me to roll down the window. And I'm just, I like, They you want know, you to roll down their window, meaning they roll down theirs. Yes, yes. Okay. She already has her window down. Yeah. And wants She's inviting you to conversation. Right. And like, I'm, I don't, on, I don't answer Daniel my Sun, door. No. I don't even hardly answer my phone. I'm not rolling my window down for someone who's just been yeah, riding she my might tail. throw air at you. She might throw some words at you really good. Exactly. You I don't like want to words when you can't hear them that well. <laughs> I, I assume I I'm need a, my word barrier. Yes. Well, that's what I would say my suggestion is for rage is don't engage in the rage. Yeah. And this is what I think I'm going to do by not rolling down the window oh okay because the other thing i learned from that guy who uh who said you know he does it to, to wake people up and everything whenever he got chased down yeah. his words of wisdom were don't ever get out of the car <laughs> just sit in the car until they leave yeah that's why he was that like to probably, work those are day. sound words man. those are sound <laughs> words of wisdom all right so, so, so she's invited you guys to a conversation i'm like i'm not rolling it out stays adamant about it so what I'm kind like, of vehicle is this oh like a little honda accord Oh, so you're not threatened by no. the imposition, right? If it was a lift kit, new F-150, you might think, oh, no. there's a gun in there. Right, it's not a scary-looking vehicle. M- maybe some dude is 5-1 going to stub down, and he'll have a, <laughs> a, a little Hitler complex strapped dude's to his knee or something. Start spewing obscenities at me. Uh, no, it wasn't that kind of situation. So I was like, all right, I'll roll it down. Maybe maybe we're going to make friends. And, and she says, uh, I wasn't riding your ass. I just like to drive fast. And inside of my head, I was so frustrated. Honestly, I was like, you don't understand what's going on. And I held back, again, my showing I don't have the rage. I said, oh, well, I like to drive the speed limit. Have a nice day. <laughs> how many, t- <laughs> how many times nerds. a day is she having that? I, I don't know. Did she just move on to the next person? Yeah, yeah she went on she's, by me after she's that giving and, the, the, the fender to bumper colonoscopy she moved on to the next person and yeah so i end up seeing her for a while because this is what i'm telling you if you drive slow enough vehicles oh, or yeah, if you don't you engage in the rage into the distance they don't even go that far that's the mm. thing they're only probably one light ahead yeah. and for the next two and a half or so miles i'm just right there at the same stoplight she is yeah and then i get to work and i'm like ah i part of me part of me wanted to keep going and then let her see me come yeah, out in the parking it'll drag lot. drag you in. It'll like drag 20 you seconds in. later. But not ragey, but trying to be in instru- Like, hey, just want you to see how useless your aggressive driving was. You wanted to teach her at that moment. I did. Yeah. I found, but again. God bless you. Well, it's just righteousness. It's still just ego. You're supposed to teach to go the strangers. And win the argument. It was really all it came down to. Yeah. I still was just trying. <laughs> I'm here I am trying to tell all these ways I've come along. But in that moment, I still still had those feelings 
but I, I, I held off. I, I let my I let my higher You're brain right. take over. Mm-hmm. I just went on, came into work, and just now I think about it about twice a day every time I'm driving until it will go out of my mind. She made an impact on you. But I She's still, out there touching lives. Well, yeah, because you can't ever let go of the stuff you wish you could have said in some ways. You know, you, you'll run lines through your head like, oh, okay, well, that's fine. Yeah, You're that the one problem. Get, that one gets caught in there. Yeah, do yeah. you see, or had I followed her over? You want to yeah. go win the argument. If you get enough emotions out of any circumstance, you get you a pretty good memory. That seems to be like the mix. You know, if you can yeah, stir those emotions, it it makes some little Roman candle fire off in the back quarter of your warehouse or your mind, and you, you get a memory. So I've learned. So that goes with traumatic memories. That goes with great memories. But it seems like emotions play a big part uh, in whether or not we actually get the imprint or not. Maybe. But then again, like you're talking about, how many times do they do that a day? Have you ever been with that person who just stays in constant rage the whole time they're driving? Mm. But you know there's no threat there. You know there's no threat. If you've seen it over and over again, the pattern tells you there's actually nothing to be scared of. When you get a stranger involved, now you don't know. Now you're off in wild card. You don't know what kind of instability. You already know you have an unstable person, somebody who came up to you for no reason and just giving it to you. I mean, that is already like, whoa, 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 what's going on with this person? And what I think what's interesting is you're trying to like make it road logical. <laughs> and basically what that lady's going is, I'm having a really crappy day. Oh, that's she like she's she likes losing to drive her mind that way. I, that's what I hear. Like, all I hear saying is I, it's more important than I get where I'm going and I want everybody else to get out of my way. No. And her feeling okay. so you good. You want to teach her math. And her feeling so good about that position yeah. that she wanted to, to me to roll down the window so she could tell me that that is how correct she feels in her behavior. Yeah. Is that it, she drives fast, and that's what everybody else needs to get out of her way. Maybe that, but maybe those are her pickup lines. Is there any chance that she was just trying to make a connection with you? Yeah. She, she, was just, she was just road raging to flirt. It's a road rage riz. <laughs> and that's the way you do it. You just start out with like, you signal I'm a very emotional, volatile person. And then, you know, somebody who comes along who's, what? Upgraded. You know, they, they feel that emotion and they go, yeah, I'm kind of like that too. I like to ram into strangers at random and see how it plays out. That's an interesting concept, man. And I'm then you, you both go off in the distance, like, you know, a random Sunday. You both get in a big vehicle. You just go tailgate people to get the emotions, like, all <laughs> riled up. A romance built on rage. Up. Yeah. A rage rom. It's a road heckler. I love this movie idea. It's a road heckler. You just go out there, you find a partner, and you Bonnie and Clyde it, and you just go raging on people, right? You know? You're running low. You're feeling down a little bit. <laughs> natural it's born not killers. A day. Natural pro- born ragers. Yeah. <laughs> Your Prozac didn't get filled last month. You just go, man. Go get those emotions filled by uh, by random strangers. Uh, it's really a succubus style setup, right? You go take somebody's emotional stability and yin yang it, and then you get a little riff off that. You get the adrenaline. It makes rush. me wonder how many we people are out there adrenaline. playing that game. I'm a rage adrenaline junkie. It's, it's, a, it's exciting to think what you could pull out of other people's emotional trough to fill your emptiness. Dude, I, I'm telling you, I love this for a movie idea. I think we need to write this movie script. Rob, just call it Robin Emotions? Yeah, no, Rage Rom. I don't know, something. But could you imagine two people Ooh, that just yeah. rage on the road? Yeah. There might be one. Actually, there might be this movie. I, they yeah. ma- they found love between the ditches, full of anger. Love and the rage. Yeah, <laughs> what's well, an emotional? It's an emotional thing. I, I don't. 
I, I think you know we're all susceptible to it at any point in time, and uh, I don't know. I, I think it's the, the only thing you could do to really just build an awareness to it. Exactly, just build an awareness to it and uh, realize that the person that's trying to engage, if you're not the initiator, is probably just having a bad day. I mean, yeah, I think that's a, that's a big part of it. Hurt people, hurt people, and they're just someone who needs some grace. I guess kind of what I'd sum it up. What I was saying is, you know, anytime you're driving. You, you've got the potential to get that rage. Like, you've got a potential. You're going to get your finger on that rage trigger. It's going to happen. But with awareness and the ability to use your choice, you can decide not to pull that rage trigger. Yeah. Uh, you cannot chase that girl down to her parking lot at work and tell her how we're driving aggressively. It doesn't go any faster. Did, so did you, you ever have Go one? ahead and take your finger right back off that righteous, egotistical rage and continue on driving to do what you got in your car to do. Just get to your destination. Without getting in the way of anybody else getting to theirs. Yeah. It, it's interesting how cordial we can be in person and how abrasive we can be when we get the metal boxes between us. I mean, oh, yeah, that yeah. really is. You remember when we were at that Chris Stabling concert uh, about this time last year, and we end up in that concrete chute. And what were there, 14,000 people there? Yeah, I think that's right. 14,000 people walking up this concrete chute. For the first time in my life, I had like stampede fear. I'm thinking, if everybody takes off, I'm going down. I cannot, <laughs> like, there's no way out of this. You know, the walls are 10 feet. Occasionally, you get that dopamine from the news that tells you you can die in some type of crowd incident, right? So you do have that thing floating around in your head. And it is nerve-wracking to be that tight with that many people. But we walked what was probably a quarter of a mile. What's the name of that, that theater we were at? Isla Iba? Isla, right. So a real Isla. unique theater, right? It's an outdoor theater, but oh, it's beautiful. anybody familiar with it will, will, will know about that walk out. But that walk felt like it was a pretty good walk. And man, it was 14, 15,000 people just. And it was either. And it was perfect. It worked like it worked like we instinctually knew how to do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, the way you're looking at that is every, you, you can't have one person decide all of a sudden, I'm the one that needs to get through here faster. <laughs> it's just take off running. Driving's teamwork. <laughs> like either 15,000 people get where we're going or nobody gets there. Yeah. And that's exactly right for what happens on the road. We need to start realizing that we are still human beings <laughs> just because there's a metal box and we're not rubbing shoulders. Yeah. That we need to have some care and compassion for the fact that other, other people need to get where they're going too. Yeah. But that, man, that is a funny thought to just think about if someone took road rage mentality in that sort of a walking setting, <laughs> how just maniacal you would yeah, look. Yeah, we have to get them out but of the group. But we do it in our cars all the time. Yeah, we'd have to get them out of the group. Like if you, if you, walked individually like let's say we were uh you know an ancient people that had to walk a hundred miles if you had one person in a, in a let's say a tribe of a hundred <laughs> yeah. that was that was driving erratically through the walkway you'd have to get rid of him like yeah you get it you get him out of the pop right like you would deal with it the way they used to deal with things and uh today there's a big enough pile of us that you can kind of go out there and be the fool as much as you want we've all been the fool at some point in time <laughs> We are in the forest, not the trees. I'm guilty of it. I've been guilty of drawing a courage from these little metal boxes that somehow get us feeling like we're eight foot tall. It's mm-hmm. amazing. It will happen. The, the whole question is how how much do you let it affect your life? Yeah. How how far wall? How far do you walk into the rage? 
this is a moment where you have consciousness in a rage and you want to deny that consciousness and you want to have that moment like we've talked in the past. You'll have a moment where you're like, I'm going to be angry for a minute. <laughs> I yeah, now see, call that conscious I'm fully aware. Conscious discontent. That's what yeah, we call yeah, it. Yeah, that's a great <laughs> term for it. Conscious discontent. You're fully aware of the anger. Right now, maybe there's supposed to be an apology. Maybe there's not. Maybe it's all on you, and you'll stay in that. I'm gonna be angry for a minute. There's I'm, something I'm, about this that needs to be here. right. This yeah. is this they needs need to, to be. Felt. They need to know that I'm irritated in some way, shape, or form. But anger's a funny thing, man. When it creeps on you as an older man, you look at it like that's some that's some immaturity coming up the pipe. That you're, 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 I, I should have dealt with by now. Yeah. Why, why do I still have? These little pipe offs of insecurity, but it's, it's you're pulling out an emotional flamethrower, and you've got to decide how much flame, how much you're going to turn it up, what way you're going to point it. Yeah, <laughs> and if you're really any good at working your emotional rage flamethrower, yeah, you're going to keep your finger off the trigger and keep it pointed down. Yeah, and after some decent life lived and some road lessons learned, that's that's uh, where I feel like I can keep it. Yeah, it's easy to play. Hopefully a situation don't come along that I feel like it's time to burn it down. Yeah. <laughs> but <laughs> conscious discontent could seem like it does. Well, when your emotions are neutral, it's real easy to maintain everything. But, you know, you can't. And that's when you see people's behavior that, that defies logic. It means emotions are involved. Because emotions make logic somewhat irrelevant at times. Or it can make it blurry. It makes it blurry. Yes. So if, you think, if you think back to, you know, some of those early days on the road, you're this very timid driver. You know, you're really like, I'm going to get on the highway. I got to get on the highway, do the highway. They're going so fast ramp. over there. In and the then you try ramp. to get on the highway going 15. Oh, and it's <laughs> like of- clearly you are the young duck at the pond, and people are going to have to tolerate that for a minute. And uh, somewhere in there, you're going to get totally teed off about something in your life, and you're going to decide to go off on a stranger out on the road. And then you're going to, you, I mean, hopefully you have the awareness. I think that's how you combat things like this. Well, something be conscious. That, well, and something that I think, like we're talking about, if you do have that conscious discontent, it comes from a place of righteousness. And so if you want to point that torch in a different direction, something I kind of help with road rage is like, if you want to really feel like you're the best driver on the road, you need those other idiots to behave in that manner. You see it. And still be the best driver on the road. Like you can be the most righteous person by... You think you're the best driver on the road? No. 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 That's, that's what you just said. No. No, but that's what I try for. <laughs> where would you rank yourself? Like as Quartile. a percentile? Quartile. Yeah, yeah. Where, oh, where would you put yourself? I would probably say 95. Oh, dude. The way you turn left coming out of a parking lot, you light the tires all the time. What? You think that makes one you, time. you like one the time. tires all the one time. time? One time. Okay, on, maybe it's dude. twice. You, but it's hard to even light tires in a modern day vehicle. And you like the hey, tires. Hey, easy, man. You got a maximum. That thing will take off. And I'm whenever. Saying, 90, <laughs> 95% is a little. I'll give you like 75. I uh, I do my 95 mainly because vehicle, of my. Man. You're hard uh, on a vehicle. Mainly because of my knowledge of, of road rules and etiquette. Yeah. And that comes from, from from training drivers and then from being on the road as a driver so much. Yeah. When you see all the scenarios that can play out and start realizing what to watch for and yeah. an awareness that you can have, you can tell real quick when you're in the car with someone who doesn't know all that and doesn't have that awareness. And that's really where more of my forte is. And when I lower myself on the percentage is the fact that I just don't apply all that I know. 
I, I'll, I will know a bunch of mistakes I make while I'm driving. I'll just sit there and rattle off. Oh, screwed that up. Oops. All right, you didn't check that. Uh, when was the last time you looked in the mirror? Wow. I, you're I programmed just, I know. hard, huh? Well, I did for Whoa. six years. That's what I did. I would sit next to people and critique their driving. Dude, they whittled at you your brain. You can't tell me that if, if oh. there is any sort of training that is That's going. That's the danger of doing stuff for too long. Yeah. It turns you into a robot. It, it it's it's hard to turn off whenever you get so programmed into stuff bot. like that. Yeah, oh, that's crazy. Yeah, that's still some of what shapes my existence out there. But I've learned a lot of lessons from it. They can apply across life. Yeah. Like I've talked about right here with the rage and um, and the acceptance. It makes you for a, you know a really good passenger as well. You're really enjoyable because you still do that driver's ed to everybody. I mean, I we we never gone anywhere in which in which you weren't just in my ear, almost like you needed to bill me afterwards. Oh, it's <laughs> nauseating, man! It is the most nauseating thing. But it's anyway, probably I'm, one of my least I'm favorite qualities. Just, I'm, gonna t- I'm trying to turn that down as per your request. I'm I don't know if you've noticed. Just, I've done it less. I think it's on the job training that's leaking out of you. And I bet I bet you become more of that that student drivers. What do they call it? A leader. Student driver teacher? Student driver's ed teacher. I bet as you get older, I bet you do that for fun. Uh, you you go do that as just like you volunteer at the drive. The, you volunteer at the uh, the driver's ed spot. Like, hey, y'all got these spots open? Hey, believe me, I, I've thought I, about, I work for time. I mean, I've thought about doing a couple of these videos, just being like driver's ed videos. Yeah. on different driving topics. You should. I I, mean, I, I, I think it could be very useful for society because what it, I'm getting into here is not just UPS is training of me. Like, there's an aspect of driving on the road and working together. And the rules and regulations of it, the control of the vehicle. Yeah, the respect. For I love. Yeah. I love the concept of transportation and driving and getting to one place to another among thousands of other people doing the same thing. So I thoroughly enjoy it, and I would love to see us do it better. Okay, it's a weird thing to get nerdy on. Yeah, I am. Like, I, you, I honestly you, you am love, nerdy, and it's only on, on the roads. Like you, you don't care about the waterways. You don't care about the skies. It was just, it was just the, the time you spent studying the roads. Well, and that's the activity I like to do. I, I don't like okay. a boat. I don't really like to fly that. You don't much. have the middle space to do anything other than drive between the curves. Yeah, well, you put as much thought and stuff into it as I do. That's all you got. But, I mean, there are some concepts that could come. If everybody did drive the speed limit, yeah. traffic jams would go away. Yeah. Hey, we would look like those computer simulated models where everything moves perfectly because it's going at the right speed. A lot of what causes all the problems on the road are just the fact people won't drive the same speed as the other drivers. Yeah. And anyway, again, don't want to get all that soapbox. It's an, it's an but individual. If I could focus. find some way to entertainingly teach that to people, yeah. and just watch that new concept blossom throughout society, to where we don't need Let's police do to Let's be regulating it. our speed, Let's we do all it. do it on our own. Man, it could be a, it could be a wild place to just. Let's do it, but let me do commentary on it. <laughs> Let, let me learn. I'll be the single student, and you just teach the world. This is the thing. You and can't teach it comes to me, this man. I'll just of, let it go. Boop. This is the kind of concept that's got to go off like a bomb. Like, you can't just light part of the fuse. You have to drop this concept on humanity and let everybody get it at the uh, same time. Can we do it in 30 minutes? Or like, I mean, is this indoctrination into a cult? Hell, I don't what, know. Maybe do we, we just did. Yeah, it almost would have to be. Like, you'd have to get it's that a universal sort of agree- falling It's a universal it. agreement of how we should drive. But the here's be- the thing: for the betterment of man, yeah, for the betterment of I don't know, getting from one place to another with no traffic jams. Here's yeah. the thing, though: that's not the way life always works. You need conflict. You need these things. Oh, so to we're come not along. doing it now. We're I don't not think doing so. It now. I'm okay. already back all right, off. All right. How you like you that? You quit that one real fast. <laughs> Jeez, that was going to change the world. You went from change the world 
To, nah, I don't think so. Probably well, there's, redundant. Because there's no law that makes sense, absolutely. And even though it could be a utopian driving society if everybody followed a speed limit rule, it would not be a better place to live because you got to have rule breakers. Yeah. I, I, your preaching has so confused me. I don't know if you want me to drive well or be the viscosity that the road needs. you got to make that choice for you. Okay. And so that goes back to the point. Like you're saying, maybe the person that's having that road rage, has, maybe they're having a medical emergency. Maybe, you know, maybe there is something in their life that has created a mania that justifies their need to go faster than everyone else. Okay. God grant them that. We need I a couple hope of my them. day never comes that I need to be somewhere so badly that I have to disregard everyone else's existence on the planet. But somebody has to live that existence. And just be glad when you see that person that that ain't you. Unless Don't engage in the rage and stay off of it. Let them go have their moment and wish the best. Unless you need them, unless you need them to wake yourself up. Yeah, they go jump in. They go ahead and rub bumper <laughs> fender, man. Get a little bumper rubbing. Wake yourself up. Yeah, it ain't commuting. What is that in the Rubbin's race? Rubbin's commuting. Oh, it's just staying awake. That would be the place we could go if we just let rage go crazy. All right, we raged it out. We would like to thank you for listening to the Feral Minds podcast. Hopefully, we triggered some curiosity that will have you seeking more. Remember, your mind is meant to run. Slap some sneakers on that bad boy and take it around the block. If you'd like to connect with us or enlist our feral thoughts on a problem in your life, visit us on Facebook, LinkedIn, YouTube, or at theferalminds.com. Also remember, our thought line is always available 24-7. We don't even allow it to sleep. And we want to hear from you. That number is 866 340 Again, that number is 866-340-3394. We look forward to hearing from you.